Hi, and welcome to another great message from Noosa Church. We pray that you're impacted and inspired by this teaching. For more information and service times, check out our website at noosa.church. Enjoy. Hey, we pray you have a great day today. We honour you for coming this morning and, and acknowledging uh, the story of the birth of our Saviour, the Lord Jesus. And uh, before I speak this morning, I want to show you just a short little video and uh, just, to, just to give some context to our message this morning. Hey, a lot, a lot goes on around Christmas. And, uh, you know, many things, you know, attach themselves to the, to the, to the story of, of Christmas. And, and uh, you know, we can get quite easily caught up in, you know, the reality of presents and Santa and food and stockings. And we can get, we can get caught up in backyard cricket. We can get all excited about the test that's about to start the next day, you know, or the Sydney to Hobart or whatever your thing is. We can, you know, we, we, we can get so caught up that we can miss the epic significance of God entering our lives. But here's another story. We can get so caught up in making sure that there's, we only talk about the story of Christ. We can get so caught up in, in the realities of, of um, what shouldn't be attached to that story. We can get so caught up against all of the trappings, against all of the, all of the rhetoric that goes along, all of the commercial stuff, all of the different things, all of the, all of the reindeer and, the, and everything that, that attach themselves to the story of Christ. And we can get so obsessed trying to eradicate everything that we can neglect the birth of Christ. See, we can miss it by doing too much and not looking at it. And we can neglect it by trying to get everything out of the way that we actually can throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sometimes in our holiness, we can miss the beauty of the birth of Christ. Because the stories that attach themselves to everyone and everything in life, they're not going anywhere. They're not, the, the stories that attach themselves, the, the, the rhetoric that is around Christmas, it's not going anywhere. But guess what? Neither is the story of Christ's birth. It doesn't matter how we try to eradicate it out of our Christmas, how politically re- correct we get at saying, uh, you know, happy holidays or whatever the word is that we say now. You know, we can get so politically correct that, that we think, oh, Christ is missing. Christ will never be missing. Christ is always present. And he said, my father is at work and I am at work. He is always present. He is always at work. And nothing that no man can ever do will, will negate the beauty and the presence of the creator of the universe. So don't worry about all those things. Don't worry about all the trappings and all those things that attach themselves. Enjoy what they add to your family, but never miss the fact that on the top of your tree sits a star, which is the reminder of the true story, of the foundational story. You see, God is so great that upon God, many other things can be laid, but, but the beauty of his story is the, always the foundational story. Christ will always be the chief cornerstone. I love the story of the star and the wise men. Many things were happening at that time, but the star that lit up Jesus' story in the midst of all other stories was one of the great ones. You know, 
I was, had the privilege of, of doing the memorial service over at the Gregson Waite Funeral Chapel across the car park this year. Very sombre Christmas Day message, sorry. The, and, and on the day, they had, a, they had a Christmas tree. Nothing to do with the birth of Christ, a Christmas tree. They had a Christmas tree right at the front of the hall. And as people walked in who were remembering lost loved ones, they would take a bauble and they would write a message. And, and then at a point in the service, uh, they would all come down one by one. It took, took about 15 to 20 minutes, one by one, people coming down. We took the time to allow one family to go hang a bauble and a message on the tree. And, we, and after 20 minutes, we turned the lights off and lit up this tree. And all of the baubles and the messages were lit up and, and all of these people who were about to celebrate Christmas without their loved ones got to see their message and beauty in this tree lit up in the midst of these things. What a beautiful platform that Christmas gives us to do many great things. And it was a privilege to do that. You know, another one, my, my uncle, who's a, uh, who liked to sleep in, said, said to us kids one Christmas, he said, now, you know why Santa's so round, don't you? Because he ate all the little children who got up too early. <laughs> Sometimes you need a little bit of tradition to help you sleep in, in the morning. But in the midst of this, on the top of our tree, when you go home and you look on the top of your tree, I hope there's a star on the top of your tree to remind yourself that amidst all the fun, that the foundation, the chief cornerstone is Christ and the top is the star. You know, God has given us, he's given us the beginning and he's given us the end. And in the middle, he's saying, I will be with you always. He's saying, live your life, live a grand adventure. If you want to have a stocking, have a stocking. You know, if you, if you want to have, a, have backyard cricket, have backyard cricket. But remember that I am the beginning and I am the end. I am beneath you and I am above you. So today, let's honour the King. Let's consider those wise men in Matthew chapter 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the King, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born King of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the King heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall, become, shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense and myrrh. Then being divinely warned 
in a dream that they should not return to Herod. They departed for their own country another way. I ask you today, what's leading your Christmas? What's leading your Christmas? The wise men of the East, they knew the story of the coming king and were guided by his star. Like the wise men, we have the word of God. We know through scripture that Jesus is coming again. And he has given us his word. And he's given us his Holy Spirit to guide us on a road of peace as we await the glorious appearance of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. So I encourage you today, as you enjoy all the trimmings that go along with the Christmas story, to acknowledge in the midst of all the other stories, the great day, the God of the universe, entered our lives and became one of us. And I've spent time over the years trying to eradicate all of the other stories. I've gone and researched the true meaning of Christmas, about Christmas Day and about all the different things about Santa, Santa Claus and St. Nicholas and all the different things that, that, we, that, we, you know, that we debate and, and that we struggle with. But here's the reality. Yes, there's many things that can get in the way of us. But the one thing that we can do is take regular moments in our life and worship the King. Because nothing brings focus to your life like worship. This morning when we came in and we sang those four beautiful songs, we were bringing focus to our lives. We were getting centred. We don't have, you know, God saying, I don't want to be the, the, the centre of every moment of your day. I want to be the centreur of every moment of your day. I want to be what centres you. So today we lift up the Lord's name above every other name. The star lit up the story of Jesus in the midst of all the other stories. And interestingly, the light of God lit up the story of Jesus. And then Jesus became the light. He said, I am the light. And when you accepted Jesus into your life, then you became the lamp of Christ. The story of Jesus was lit up by the light of a star. Then Jesus became the light of the world and that you became the light of Christ. The hope that is in you. Today there's many stories alongside Jesus' story. But on the top of the tree, and the tree is not part of the story, but on top of the tree is a star reminding us that all stories remain perfectly under his story. You see, when all of the man-made traditions are stripped away, eternal truths still remain. Whether they travelled by donkey or wagon, God brought them safely to the birthplace that was prophesied. Whether born in a stable or a cave, God provided shelter in a strange new land. Whether there were three kings, three wise men, or many wise men, God called the elect to bear witness and testimony to the birth of Emmanuel. So no matter what your manger looks like, the one thing that remains unchanged is a baby was born of a virgin this day in the city of David, a saviour, which is Christ the Lord.
Why doesn't the band jump up this morning? You know, church, as we, as we prepare to leave this place this morning, as we do each year, we take communion and acknowledge the great sacrifice of Christ, which we'll celebrate in a few months' time. But as we take communion this day, we're reminded of the significance of God sending his son to live among us, to experience work, to experience life, friendship, family, hardship, pain, and then in the midst of it all, lay down his life so that we could once again have relationship with our Heavenly Father. Let me pray for you this morning. Father, I thank you for every family that is represented here this morning. Father, we thank you that we have the privilege and the honour to stand and sit and to sing songs of praise about your great birth. We get to sing the story and we get to be part of the story. Father, we thank you that you lit up that story with the star, with your star. We thank you, Father, that, that as Jesus was born, he became that light. And we thank you, Father, that as we accepted Jesus, then we became a part of that light. So, Father, we ask that you would use us today to be conduits of your blessing, that as we speak to our family and our friends and our neighbours today, Lord, that you would bless them through us in the mighty name of Jesus. So, church, we're going to sing... One more song. Why don't you stand with me this morning? And as we sing, I invite you, there's tables, there's a couple of tables at the front, there's some at the back, to come and take communion. And as you take communion, acknowledge the King was born this day. And once you've acknowledged the King, have an amazing, celebratory, fun-filled, backyard cricket, full of food, amazing day. Merry Christmas, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this teaching, that you've been encouraged and challenged. To stay up to date with our latest messages, you can subscribe to our podcast. For more information, resource or service times, please check out our website at noosa.church.